Alright, welcome back to Any Given Thursday. I'm your co-host, Max. And I'm David, coming to you today with... Also a co-host. Quite the heavy heart following Milan's unfortunate loss to Chelsea in the Champions League. That and of course, what we're, we're really here, here. what we're really here to talk about today is Kylian Mbappe and PSG. Oh wait, that's every other podcast. Yeah. Instead, we'll be doing something much better and talking about... The beloved, our beloved Patrick Europa Berg League. and Bodo Glimt. Patrick Berg and Bodo Glimt. What a way to kick it off. We're in Group A. Um, again, uh, just the top of the show. Uh, I'm going to mention that we're not maybe going to spend quite as long as last week delving through every single one of these. Um, since everybody played the that's going to read on the microphone. Oh, sorry. Since every <laughs> just trying to clear the dust. Since everybody, uh, um, everybody played each other last week. Um. And they're going to play each other again. So, you know, maybe not quite as much depth we need to go into on each matchup. Yeah, a lot of the um, tactical analysis will still hold the same. Might not need to revisit a ton of those. And um, some of them, our opinions on how the teams match up will definitely have changed based on the first game. Yeah, I agree. So uh, let's get right into it. Bodo Glimt hosts Arsenal. Uh, we felt Bodo, despite losing last week, didn't play that bad at the Emirates. Apparently, I also heard a story that... Um, they got their bus got stuck on a tight corner against another car coming in the opposite direction, and they had to walk the last little bit of the way to the Emirates Stadium. Oh man! <laughs> so well, that would throw me off my game. Uh, so that was kind of amusing. Um, but otherwise, you know, they, they forced Arsenal to bring on some of their heavier hitters uh, to see the game out. Uh, what do you expect from them tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be back in Norway, which is a huge advantage for Bodo. Obviously, their bus will probably not get stopped uh, by a car. So I feel like that home field advantage already. There are arena. cars in Bodo. There are cars in Bodo, but the bus there will are? likely... Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. I, are there roads? Maybe. Maybe it's like the Venice of Norway. Do they get helipadded right into the stadium? <laughs> the only way to the stadium. There's yeah. no roads. But speaking of Bodo's home field advantage, you know they've won 14 straight home European games? I did not know that. Yeah, their last loss was to Legia in the... First round of the Champions League qualifiers. Like not last even year. not lost one. They've won all wow. of them. Yeah, how about that? In, that includes two wins over Roma, a win over Zagreb, Celtic, and Ozad. So like, believe me, I remember the wins over Roma. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know days. you do. Those were good days. <laughs> had a lot of fun with the. I mean, they destroyed Roma. If only we'd had a, a podcast. Yeah. Oh, dude, that uh, would have been such a good uh, year for it. But all time at home in Europe, there are twenty-two wins, one draw, and five losses. Two of those losses came to Italian teams in the seventies. So like. I think everybody was losing to him back then. Should still be losing to him now. Yeah. And Werder Bremen in 99, 2000, another incredible team. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of points dropped by this team at mm. home. And I think that could play a really, really important role in just their confidence coming back into this game. You know, yes, you lost last week, but you know it's different when you go home if you're about to glimpse. Sure. Um, unfortunately, that's going to be a sixth loss because they are playing Premier League leaders Arsenal. Uh, which is a team that I think I've heard of before, but I, I can't don't... recall too much about them. No, I don't think I've ever heard of them. Um, is this I mean, like they're... this is like North London FC or something? Is that no? That's no. Tottenham. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, they're. Uh, I assume they'll rotate a bit again. Yeah, as they have been. Um, but I wonder how much they will feel. You know, they'll want to wrap the group up as quickly as possible. Um, you'll feel that if there is a game to. If there is a time to put some stronger people out there, it's against PSV and not yes. this week. And I think and it won't matter. And I think they'll win two one. I have this down as a one one draw. I think the magic that Bodo Glimp have at home in the Europe magic. will continue. I don't see any reason for it not to. Give me a performance. I'll last give you week. one reason. Matt fucking Turner. I mean, he is the objectively European god, the best goalie, the best goalkeeper in, in the world. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Best goalkeeper currently playing in Europe. Let's not do Tim Howard like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, the other game uh, is PSV. Is a much and worse game. I, which you should have Yeah, it will be a substantially worse game. Don't watch this. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Instead of having notes about, about the game, I only want to talk about everyone talking about Cody Gakbo's transfer. And just stop. Just stop. It's October. Let the kid play. Let him play. He's been so good this year. Just let him play for two He's more months. He's not going to leave in October. Let him play for two more months after the World Cup. Yeah. Then we can do this all. Then we can say, Leeds, United, 
I don't know, City, maybe. <laughs> just, why not? Why not? Why just not? throw whatever team you want out there. But for now, just let him play. He's been so good. Do you know he's tied with Erling Holland for most goal contributions in the I did not. in the top fifteen wow. leagues in Europe? We had expanded outside, you mm-hmm. know, the typical statistic of the big four, the top five leagues. Mm-hmm. But you had to get cool on us. Yeah, we had to get cool and go to the top fifteen because oh, that's wow. oh, how wow, impressive wow, wow. he's been. So good just for him. If you want to watch Cody Gakpo go crazy on some Swiss little Swiss boys, <laughs> Swiss boys, this is a chance to do Not it. Not young boys. No. Little Swiss boys. Little Swiss boys. Young boys, different team. LSB, not YB. Yeah. Uh, um, I have this down as a 4-1 PSB win. I'm going to give Zurich the new manager bounce. Oh, yeah. We should mention that <laughs> as well. And say it's only going to be 3-0. I'm yeah. being generous. They just brought in Bo Henriksen, and he was at Michelin last year. was let go. I didn't think he did like a terrible job, but mm-hmm. they, I think, came into the year with expectations of winning the title and progressing further in Europe than they did. So he was let go. Typically uses a back three. I think three four three is probably the most common formation he used at Michelin, but he'll mix it up. You know, a little four three two one. Whoa. Maybe a or three four two one. Sorry. Whoa. Maybe a three five two. Odds. Stop it. Usually a bit more attacking for than you would expect from a back three team, but yeah. so maybe they can create something now. They haven't no. been very good. In, they uh, couldn't. They group. literally couldn't be worse than they've been so far this year. Yeah, they're they still they scored three goals. Dead fucking last in the league. Yeah. Uh, so any 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 boost they get from this game will have to be will have to be just individual internal collective performance all the yeah. boards. Um, so Group B, um, Fenerbahce and Ren tied with seven, Lenarca with three, Dinamo Kiev with nil, and let's start in Cyprus. In this group, with AEK hosting Fenerbahce, Fenerbahce winning the reverse fixture 2-0 at home last week. Um, how do you feel about this? Well, just to start us off, if Fenerbahce win this game, they should be qualified. Good for them. They'll be on 10 points. Lenarca will be on 3. Kiev, the most they could be on, would be 3. Mm-hmm. And that would see Fenerbahce through. Mm. Uh, they are... I mean, they should win this, right? I really think... They've been pretty inconsistent this year, especially offensively. Fenerbahce mm. have been. They've hung four goals on teams five times already in all their competitions oh this my. year. But they've also been held to one or fewer goals five times. So there's a bit of a, mm-hmm. you know, bit of a roller coaster in terms of their offensive output. struggled to put the game to bed last week as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AK United kept it deceptively close in Turkey. Yeah, despite not that. really offering much. Yeah, and I, I think we could see a similar thing in this game where Fenerbahce are kind of on top of AK. Mm-hmm. but that AK are pretty strong defensively. And they have been in Cyprus. They've been decently solid in Europe. Haven't looked too bad. Decently um, solid. That's my yeah. band name. There you go. So we'll see. I have this one you down. You know what? Actually, I take that back. It's the name of my penis. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I didn't <laughs> know we were doing solid. a sex podcast now. <laughs> That's a good one. I have AK scoring. I do I'm still well. losing. 2-1 uh, Fenerbahce. I have them holding it to a 1-1 draw because I don't want this group to be done. You just can't quit it. I can't quit this you group. can't quit it. And Ren, also in a position where they could qualify as well. Damn, you didn't let me get to my next Oh, episode. I'm so sorry. I was going to say something I... about how that's what all the girls say about... about <laughs> We're going to get canceled. Uh, Kiev and Ren. Yeah. Uh, Kiev yeah. haven't been... Good. Putting up group? the points in this group. Um, I didn't think they looked that bad in last week, though. No. Um, yeah. In France. Um, and they look like they, they their league form has been righted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's another tough ask for them with no home field advantage. Having to travel to their own home games in Europe. Um, sometimes challenging, given the circumstances. So they're all up against it. Um, and Ren are... They've, Really turned their form around too. They've climbed up to fifth in the table, I believe. Yep. Um, just within touching distance of the of the Champions League places. Um, this is gonna be another tough one for Kiev. Yeah, I've been. I mean, I've been a little disappointed in Kiev in this group because I thought they were super impressive in qualifiers, and so I kind of thought they'd be able to overcome some of the obvious adversity that the team has to face that other teams don't have to. So I'm disappointed is probably not the right word because I can't really hold it against the Ukrainian team this year but they've 
zero points right now, and I don't see them picking up points in this matchup. No, it's hard to see where those are going to come from. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Ren, though, Douay has been incredible this year. Young attacking player for them. Scored again on the weekend when they dominated Nantes. They thrashed them, so that kind of shows the quality of this team. But I was listening to someone talk about their finances a little bit, and sounds like they might be concerned about running into some FFP problems. Oh, dear. Because they've been... They have a very rich owner that has all the penult money, car manufacturer, and he's been investing a lot compared to the size of Ren. Mm. You know, so they might need to look to sell on some players to kind of reset the books. What else is new? I don't know. Take that next step into like stage two of their project as they're kind of built. They're building something pretty interesting. Good old FFP. Instead of worrying about what the PSGs and the the, of the French league are doing, they're picking on poor little Ren. Yeah. Who are actually trying to be competitive. Yeah. And that it's makes not, sense. It's not like they're in danger of going bankrupt either. No. They, they've just been... That makes They have an owner who wants to invest. That's surely what FFP was was founded for. It yeah. makes so much sense. But So this... That's what the French League leads yeah. is less competition. Yeah. That's what it needs. God. I hate, Rant I hate, over. I hate UEFA so much. I think Kiev... I'm going to go ahead and give Kiev um, uh, the backing of my heart and soul. I think they're going to come out with a 1-1 result here. Oh, that'd and, be nice. uh, and while it won't really keep them alive in the group, it mm-hmm. might keep them alive for third. Yeah, I, and, I think uh, a draw would definitely keep them yeah, alive for third. Yeah, they, they beat AEK all of a sudden, you know. You think you're four points gets yeah, you through. Four points gets you through. 1-1 uh, for me. I have Ren winning this one 2-1. to one. Heartbreak. I think it's a chance for some of their players like Gwari, Suleimane to kind of shine some of the younger stars they have. Just really get out there. Group C. Betis with nine points. Ludogorets with four. Roma with three. HJK with one. Let's start with Betis. Betis. Roma. That was a fun one last week. It was a really fun one. I thought that was... Betis taking it 2-1. I thought it was a really competitive game. It was very choppy. I thought the two teams... Yeah, not superbly played. It was entertaining. Yeah. I actually thought both teams played pretty well. I thought Roma... I played Betis a little bit, but not enough for I'm like, Betis didn't deserve to win. I mean, mm-hmm. it was definitely, I think they showed that they are two teams that should be fairly even in games, but Betis are the only team that's guaranteed to advance to a knockout stage mm. of Europe right now. What a stat. Yeah. So they are, cannot finish worse than third in this group. Well, good for them. Yeah. What's not good for them is that they lost to Celta Vigo over the weekend because Luis Felipe got a 20 minute, 20 minute red card. Um, so they played... 10 men for another 70 plus minutes lost one nil um but otherwise they've been in good form in the league good form in europe um yeah three points clinches the next round um one point would probably get them there too to be honest yeah um, i think one would, point it would i think uh, one point would clinch the next round because yeah, will be on four seven. and have right, a right, tiebreaker right. um right so there you go uh roma meanwhile big loss this weekend yeah in their win Paulo um, Dybala injured himself while taking a penalty, maybe? <laughs> Standing next to the ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe and right a, before the a penalty. harsh breeze is, passed through his yeah, legs. This poor guy. Is he clearly, his body cannot maintain playing professional soccer at this point. He, I, needs, he needs, like, Kawhi Leonard, like, uh, load management yeah. stuff. Well, he needs you know, to play, like, only 60 minutes. He needs, he needs so like, the Antoine Griezmann last treatment year, where he comes he in 30 minutes 16 again. games through mm-hmm. injury. Almost all of them muscular injuries. Almost all of them to the thigh mm. the year before he missed half a season because of muscular injuries to the thigh there's thighs, man. clearly something structurally wrong i mean i'm not a doctor again we have to this is, my mom has are... a medical degree though so that basically qualifies me to yeah <laughs> diagnose this things is another, another this continent. is another like this has clearly been an issue for him for years before he was on roma so he's Genie, like genie's injury was was a was a contact injury in practice yeah kind of but fluky, just but... to keep on roma Boy, yeah. do they have a bad injury history. Oh, my God. It's not uh, like there's more guys, too. I just don't yeah. can't name all of them off the top of my head. Um, But they're constantly having injuries. It's mm-hmm. Did they build everything they own on, like, an ancient Native American burial ground or something? Like, well, a Roman burial ground, yes. Yeah, <laughs> everything is. <laughs> but it will uh, be interesting because Zaniolo will be suspended for this game because he went and kicked the player last week. He did. It will be interesting to see how they line up in this game. With no Zaniolo and no Dybala, because... You're going to play with no midfielders. Jose's like playing two guys behind the striker, and it's typically been Dybala and Zaniolo, so I imagine 
Pellegrini steps forward into one of those roles, but does Shamordov get to start? Or does he go Not with, with like, a name like that? No. You can't start him. <laughs> Against Batiste? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, or does he go with like Tammy and Belotti up top and maybe do a one-two? That'd be fascinating. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, although it's not really in Betis's DNA necessarily, um, to play particularly conservative, this might be the game for them to be a little more practical mm-hmm. and to uh, just try to ebb the ebb the Roma offensive tide a little bit. I'm going to say 1-1. Betis confirms their uh, promotion to the knockouts and Roma fights on. Yeah, I also have the sound as a 1-1. Great. Elsewhere in the group, another big one uh, for knockout stage advancement. Ludogorets hosting HJK. Um, this is a big one for Ludogorets. Um, I'd say the three points are a must here if they want to get through. Yeah, a win here would put them in a really good position. and They would just need, I think, just need a draw against Roma. Should Roma not win mm-hmm. as well? Yeah, because it would go, um, if, if they win this game... Um, it could well go down to the final day. Yeah, when in, they play Roma in Ludogorets, when Roma and they would just need a draw. Um, yeah. So this is a big chance for them to put themselves in a good position to qualify. Mm-hmm. But they also get Betis at home. It should be mentioned, yes. which isn't a gimme for Betis. No, but Betis will and likely be, be on the qualified, beach already, yeah. rotating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a win here would put them in excellent position. I'll, yeah, they can't really afford to drop points. I don't think if they want to seriously. Pick yeah, Roma I, to the second spot. I agree because even a rotated Betis is a tough ask for mm-hmm. any team in the Europa League, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> but especially for a team like Ludogorets who did not look great against HJK. HJK, I thought outplayed them, probably yeah. deserved but, yeah, well, a little more. You but you can't really judge someone too much when you're playing on turf. You're right, and you don't know, and you don't see it coming. Yeah, sudden, wow, wow, there's wow, no way turf. There's no way a team in Bulgaria could have possibly found an artificial turf <laughs> somewhere turf. in the country to play on. Sudden in turf, HJK did get. I will say, in HJK, to give them some credit here, they did play like their first actually good looking game of them that we've seen them. Yeah, that they were pretty good and probably had the better of the play. Um, maybe deserve more than a point, but. Um, I don't think that's how it's going to go back in Bulgaria. I'm going to take Ludogorets 3-1. to one. This is one where I kind of went back and forth. I have trouble seeing Ludogorets actually see the deal, seeing the deal through and taking the three points that they should get. You don't think? I, I, I have think otherwise winning. been pretty good. I have Other them winning 2 nothing. Yeah, but that, I just thought they didn't look very good. And yeah. So I'm a little, I was a little torn no about dropping it down to Grass. a draw, but... I do have them winning 2 nothing Because of the grass. One. That's what I settled on. Uh, group D. Union St. Jolaz, after taking the big three points at Braga last week, lead the group with nine. Braga with six. Union Berlin with three. Malmo with none. Now, USG hosts Braga in return. Um, and you got to say this is a big one for Braga. Um, yeah. After losing, dropping all the points at home... Um, if they uh, if they drop this one too and get nothing out of it, and Union beats Malmo again, all of a sudden level on points going and they to have Berlin. To, go to Berlin, yeah, right. Um, and you know Braga, well, we talked previously about their hot start in the league. Uh, suggested maybe they've just been playing shit teams, and they've lost three straight in all competitions, two straight in the league. Um, so there's some pressure on them here for the first time this season. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, St. Jolas won five straight in all competitions. They've kind turned of their kind of so-so early form around. Seem to have worked out a bit of the domestic European balance. Yeah, it seems like that. They will qualify for the knockouts with a win. Yeah. And they'll qualify in first if they win and Berlin does not. Lovely. So this could be a really great chance for St. Jolas. That being said, I know this goes against what we saw last week. And it goes against form. Mm-hmm. And pretty much anything you should use to and judge logic and character, <laughs> uh, and my heart. My heart wants to see Saint Jolas, and my brain thinks otherwise. otherwise. Also, yeah, uh, but I do. My have gut Braga. tells me no. My even my mother my said no, <laughs> and she has a medical degree. Yeah. I have Braga winning two one for some reason. Love it. Don't have I any have, facts. To I back think it up. much like the Betis Roma game, I'm going to back USG to be a little conservative, um, and basically seal. Promotion, uh, with a, with a. I keep saying promotion. I know. A qualification, 
with a 1-1 one, one drop. I thought it was a joke the first time, and then you kept doing it. It was a joke, and the second time was an accident. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Berlin hosts Malmo. Ber- Union finally fucking won a game in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally. <laughs> uh, in the Europa League, they beat Malmo away despite getting a man sent off just before half. And Schaefer's a good player, so that's yeah. You know, so a tough guy to lose yeah, in the middle of a game. But. Uh, Malmo still sucks, kind of, though, for their standards. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if Malmo would out of league. Europe. If they lose this game and Braga mm-hmm. get a point. And they might not even qualify for Europe in the league right now. Yeah, they're only six in Sweden. And that's not good enough to qualify. qualify. <laughs> yeah. there's only, and there's only five games left. It's really close yeah. right now there. I think it's between like fourth and six. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think this game would be pretty crazy to, to see them not even in European qualification. Really would be. I don't know when the last time that's happened is. But um, Union, meanwhile, keep on ticking in the league. They got another win. Um Another win for the East Berliners. Uh, they sit top of the Bundesliga still, two points clear of Freiburg. So, Ooh. see, they'll keep the good times rolling here. I have them winning 2 0. Yeah, I, unlike Malmo's race to qualify for Europe, I don't think this will come down to the end. I think Berlin yeah. will control this game, win a comfortable 2 0. Indeed. Group E sees Sociedad top, perfect so far with nine. United behind with six. Sheriff Tiraspol, three. Ammonia and Nicosia with none. Sociedad. As with most teams that have won all their games so far, every team that isn't Arsenal who have won all their games so far uh-huh. qualifies for the next round with a win. Indeed. 12 points guaranteed to Europe. So this is the case with Sociedad. They host yeah. Sheriff. I was... Um, Sheriff gave a bit of a game last week. Yeah. It's because they have a really good defense. <laughs> they do. Sheriff, are, they can really shut teams down. But mm-hmm. this one's in Sociedad. It is. I was trying to find anything to talk about for this game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like... So United are just like good at pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're really good at converting. Boring. Like they have one of the they have the second best shot conversion percentage mm-hmm. in La Liga, but their goals minus expected goals is kind of average. So it's mostly just that they don't shoot until they're in a good position. Yeah, but they get in a lot of good positions because they're a better team than most of the teams they play. So Sociedad are like, almost a boring team to talk about because they're like kind of good at everything, but they're not like the best at anything. Yeah. So they're just like like a good team. Like yeah. I don't even know what to say. Should we just, eventually we'll just talk about how San Sebastian is just such a really nice looking place. Seems like a really lovely go. place. I would love to live there. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff, meanwhile, they won again in the league. They're six points clear of Petra Club in second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would expect more of what we saw last week, which is you know really tight defending in the back, limited attempts on goal at both ends, especially their attacking end. Yes. Um, and I have Sociedad winning by the same score, two 0 yeah, I would not be surprised if we see Sheriff play for the draw and then play yeah. for going to the Absolutely. Conference League because a draw yeah. puts them almost through because mm-hmm. you have to expect Ammonia would not be able to beat even a rotated Sociedad the way they've been playing in Europe. So uh, Sheriff, I expect, like you said, to come out very defensive. I have this is, I don't think it'll work though. Yeah. I have this is a 3-1. I think Sheriff get like one of those last second goals that makes the scoreline look a little better. Love it. Than it was. Well, let's talk about Ammonia then. Uh, they they go to uh, Old Trafford. Um, to the feet of dreams. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's the feet of nightmares. <laughs> one of the best calls ever. It's one of the uh, worst stadium nicknames. I hate it. It's very obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, uh, there, nobody's going to be dreaming uh, when Ammonia shows up. It's not, or, or if they are, it's not what they'd hoped they were dreaming. Uh, United did just about enough at Everton on Sunday and last week at Ammonia. Um, I think that moves them up to fifth in the or sixth in the Premier League right now. So they're you know they've haven't really been able to beat any good teams other than the one against Arsenal. Um, but they have at least cleaned up their form. Um, obviously they did struggle in Cyprus last week after being down two one at one point. Uh, Ten Hag. Got the result after some substitutions. Um, so you wonder what lineup he'll play at home. Anthony's been playing really well. Yes, man. But will he feature or really be shelved for more important weekend games? I would imagine um, he rests. Yeah. And maybe they have Nate Newcastle on the weekend. Yeah. Maybe he comes um, on as a sub if they're kind of. Who's a top six a uh, bit, but... rival for them now? Yeah. Well, Newcastle uh, are six. Yeah. So. Malasia, we've talked about, had a really bright start. Uh, the club, but he's been really poor the last couple weeks. He's got hooked like at or around halftime, two straight games. Mm-hmm. This is not good for Shaw. So I think A, Shaw's probably going to start. Yeah. Will he take his chance to reclaim the starting spot 
Will Harry Maguire get another chance? Lindelof because, was not good last week. Yeah, and Lindelof started over him last Thursday, which yeah. is uber embarrassing. So it'll be interesting to see what the back four looks like. Um, and if he'll have to make the uh, nervous substitutions again around halftime to pull the result out. I don't really think so, though. I think uh, one good sign for them is that um, they're sort of an unheralded bench player of theirs. Ronaldo scored uh, against Everton. Who is that? Uh, he's just some guy. Okay. And he was he was riding bench again as he does. Yeah. Uh, when uh the starter Anthony Marcina Martial got hurt, he came on, he scored before the oh, end of the half. That's so that's such a cute so, story. It, yeah, it's an underdog story. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, the guy really came out of nowhere. Yeah. So I'm definitely Ronaldo's definitely gonna start. I'm yeah. positive about that. Yeah. And I think this is the game where Sounds United like kind of whoop a little ass. I think they'll be clinical. Uh, and I think Ammonia are going to have a bad showing. They lost to a pretty bad team on Monday in the league. They're five points off the top through six. Not the end of the world, but this isn't the game for them, I don't think. I'm going to have United 4-1. I have a United 2-0. I just think it's going to be a slow, boring game. I don't, I don't think this is going to be one that's going to be super fun to watch. No, I agree. But uh, I did look up the front table where you were talking about that because mm-hmm. you were like fifth or sixth for United. I want to double check. Uh, it's a fun fact. They have... They're in fifth, but their goal difference is worse than the team in 14th. <laughs> their goal difference is minus two because of you know a couple of shellackings they took uh-huh. early on and against City and Palace. Or sorry, and Leeds in 14th is only at minus one. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, group F, Feyenoord, Michelin, Lazio, and Sturmgrau is all on four points. Very exciting. Um, Feyenoord hosts Michelin after uh, sort of blowing a lead and drawing mm-hmm. 2-2 with them last week. Um Feyenoord get the better of Twente to stay within touching distance of the top three right now in the Eredivisie. This is AZ, Ajax, and PSV in that order currently, but they're all within a couple of points of each other. They'll be out to Avenge blowing that lead last week, uh, and I'll expect they'll be in the goals. Uh, Michelin pretty picked up a really unimpressive 1-0 win against some team named AGF, <laughs> who <laughs> only had 10 men from the 28th minute on. Oh. So, uh, to be fair, they did... Michelin did lose to them at home 2-0 earlier this Ooh. season, so it's an improvement on that. Yeah. And they've actually gone five unbeaten since okay. they sucked really really bad early yeah. on. Um, and they had excellent results in their two home games in this competition so far, mm. smashing Lazio and drawing Feyenoord. But this one's away, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it'll be as, uh, as competitive as the previous one. Um, but I think, you know, I think they've shown enough to be, to not get their ass kicked. I'll go ahead and pick Feyenoord 3-1. I also had Feyenoord 3-1. I love think it. This group, I the love it. home teams have typically, outside of the one, obviously, Sturmgras example, uh-huh. uh, typically looked pretty good. Sure. And I think that'll probably continue. Uh, I like things that look good. Uh, Lazio hosting Sturmgras. Mm. Um, this was another draw in the reverse fixture. Um, Sturmgras keeps playing really well. They stayed glued to Salzburg in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, just super impressive. Two points off, I think, so far. They've looked really good. Mm-hmm. Other than that one shellacking they took in Holland. Yeah. Um, what about Lazio, Mr. Italian expert? Lazio have looked incredible in the league. They've won their... How about that? They won 4 nothing against Fiorentina on Monday. Who'd have thunk it? Which was their third consecutive 4-0 win. Oh, wow. That's the... First time any Italian team has won three games by four in a row in Syria. Uh, so they've been off to a great start in the league. European form, a little more mixed, mm. I would say. Uh, but they looked really good at home when they played at home against Feyenoord. So I think they just struggled when they left Italy. I wonder if there's like a mental thing about having to leave the country when yeah, it's a, you can, you're a team who's... They get homesick. Yeah. Well, the team itself is built around this connection to uh-huh. Italian nationalism oh and fascism. Yeah. So maybe it's just instilled in the club yeah. deep down in their bones. Yeah. They don't trust people in other countries. countries. And yeah, <laughs> and they get a little nervous. Especially, especially non-original uh, powers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure like they'd be powers. fine if they went to Germany. If they went to Germany, it would be no problem. Should probably um, cut that. They bit. should maybe have a preseason tour of Japan next time. Yeah. Next oh season. man, that would look bad. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine uh, if, like they and Nuremberg went to Japan? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, even though I'm super high on Sturm and I hate backing Lazio ever, 
I think at home they should be fine. And I have them winning three one. Yeah. I also have a three one cool. result. We're gonna be really wrong about one of these two fixtures in this group. Oh yes. Um, because it's a weird group. Yeah. Group G, uh, a Let's... little more ordinary perhaps. Uh, Freiburg nine, Karabag six, Nans three, Olympiakos, the most unordinary perhaps in the group at nil. No. Nans hosts Freiburg. Um. They lost to Freiburg last week, mm-hmm. um, and they're not that good right now. No, they're not that good right now. <laughs> uh, they have really struggled in the league, losing massively to Ren in a Breton derby as well, which is you know not, not a are the derby. the historic capital of Breton. They're the biggest club in the mm-hmm. area. Ren are the capital of the new Brittany that France decided not isn't a part of Brittany anymore because France just hates their constituent people <laughs> uh, and david hates france <laughs> i do <laughs> but so for not to lose to ren is always kind of a big deal for them but to lose the way they did Which really probably bad. happens a lot these days yeah uh now not are back in the relegation zone and if i'm management i'd almost consider throwing this game to focus <laughs> on domestic football because they clearly do not know how to <laughs> yeah. balance the two yeah they've been really struggling in both and kumbari had my plaudits, at least, to start this year. He's kind of had a history of these rough third years, kind of Mourinho-esque and having trouble maintaining things long-term at clubs. So hopefully that won't be happening again because I like him. Yeah. He seems like a nice you, guy. You don't want to see Nantes go down this year. That'd be No, sad. no. I don't think they will go down. I think they'll yeah. figure out the league form enough yeah. to stay up. But you but... know they have to finish outside the bottom four. There's not even a playoff this year. You know, you just go straight Oh, down. I forgot that there were four teams, four too. Four teams. Yeah. Got to be careful. Um, I don't think they have to throw this game to lose. I think Freiburg <laughs> is going to win 2-1 anyway. Uh, Freiburg only managed to draw with Hertha on the weekend, but they're still just two points off the top, which continues to be exceptional for them. I think they'll take care of business here. I think Freiburg will likely not play full-strength 11. Gasp. And I think at Nantes, they can manage a draw. I don't see any way Nantes can win this game. It but... would have to be something from the home crowd. Yeah. Which, they haven't had a home European fixture since that first one. Against Olympiacos, which was sensational. was incredible. So, at least, if nothing else, look forward to that. Yeah. Karabag hosting Olympiacos. Karabag are still literally perfect in their league, which isn't that surprising. But uh, let's not forget how good they've been in this competition, too. Yeah. Two wins in the group. They only got knocked out of the Champions League qualifying by Pilsen, who are the Czech Republic winners, current leaders, and uh, are in the toughest group in the champions yeah. league right now yeah so and even though they haven't looked good it shows them that there wasn't that much difference between um them where they could have been and mm-hmm. where they are here so we shouldn't actually be as surprised as i think we were yeah by their form if we i think part of it is more. we both underestimated pleasant as yes. well yeah yeah they're good um so yeah you want to say anything about them uh <laughs> they're, what do you expect for them today i Tomorrow, expect them one of these days to win yeah, their game, Olympiacos cannot make Are you Knockos. finally out on Olympiacos? I'm finally out on Olympiacos. Which means, of course, as soon as I pre- yeah. pick against them, they're going to win. Oh, for sure. Guarantee you. For sure they're uh, going to win. And by guarantee you, I mean I will still pick against them. <laughs> I have Quarabag winning 2 nothing. Good, good, good. But this would seal Olympiacos out of the Europa League mm-hmm. groups if they do not get a result. Mm-hmm. They don't win. I think they're yeah. out, right? Yeah. yeah, I believe so. They did get a late winner in the league against a bad team. Mm-hmm. So that was fun for them. Yeah. Um, but not enough evidence that they have that they have a new coach bounce to pick them here. I have Carabag two one. Yeah. All right, and Group H, our last Europa League group. Ferencváros and Monaco on six points, and then the other ones on three. The other ones are Trabzonspor <laughs> and Red Star. By the I way, lost in case you didn't know who confidence. they were. Um, the first game is Ferencváros versus. Svena Svezda or Red Star, we as we call time. it. Because it's respect. Yeah. We should call them their name. Just yeah. the way we call Deutschland, Deutschland. Deutschland, Deutschland. You know, we should refer to countries and teams by their own names. I think that becomes more offensive uh, the more you butcher those. Uh, Svena Svezda, I think I do a pretty good job. Svezda. Svezda. I think I, I think I get that one okay. Victoria Plezenia. <laughs> God, that was awful when he did that commentary. The Champions League commentator that keeps yeah. saying that. Uh, pills him. There's nothing worse than a than a than a commentator who thinks they can pronounce every language perfectly. But are like in the natural yeah. in the original 
text and dialect mm-hmm. and uh and go way overboard and kind of blow it a lot of the time um not to insult galazzo too much because galazzo. they're wonderfully galazzo. wonderful program very ideas. useful for us yes. so useful for us but when love you Jules. i believe it's nico who runs it oh, it's yeah. the main host when he comes in and he says specifically like, particularly french and italian names and he just overdoes it so much yeah. i'm just like just calm down and just say it Cervena yeah uh, oh, man. It kind of grates your ears. It does. Uh, they won over the weekend as they do most weekends. Um, They're a good team. They'll be really. out for revenge after they shat the bed last week. Um, they also had a bit of bad luck in mm. Serbia, you'd have to say, with that card, with that red card. Yeah. Or the whatever it was. It was a bad call. Uh, meanwhile, Red Star, they won over the weekend as they do most weekends. Uh, they can't really afford to lose this one they want to get through um at home no they're not they're not at home uh i think it, it, playing for a draw is important here yeah um yeah yeah i have this one down as a draw i have this going down 2-2 that keeps red star kind of in the mix to qualify but it does put them in a really difficult position to actually get out and be good result for frank Varos, i think I'm gonna take French Vados at home. I I, I I like their home form. Uh, this is the end of Red Star Belgrade oh, forever as a club. No, that's not true. They'll probably still go to the, the conference league. Maybe. Um, I mean, meanwhile, Trabzonspor hosts Monaco. I don't really. I don't trust Trabzonspor. I'm not picking them any ever. That's uh, <laughs> fair. They have. They'll have a great home atmosphere. So that's fun. Uh, one of the craziest in Turkey, which most of them are crazy, but uh, they've been sputtering just a bit. Um, I really think they'll be competing with Red Star for that third place finish. Monaco um, has been in deceptively good form, actually. They've mm-hmm. won five straight in the league, seven of eight overall. Oh. Um, and they do have to play against 11 men this time, which, which might will affect be more their difficult. chances. Yes. Um, that is assuming nobody does something really, really but, stupid. But early on, on the other hand, they might be relieved to play in front of some fans. That Ooh, might be a nice change that, of pace yeah, for them. Yeah. Um, it's exciting for them to get to do that. Yeah, I'm going to have them... Taking Trabzonspor down in northern Turkey on the Black Sea, two one. This is a long way to travel. This has to be one of the farthest plane rides in the Europa League this year. Mm-hmm. So I do think that I would not be surprised if Monaco come out a little tired, maybe a little shell shocked playing in front of a raucous crowd that Trabzonspor have. How dare you! <laughs> what did i do i don't even know what i did this time playing against 11 players notably more difficult than playing it against is. 10 but i think they'll enjoy the home atmosphere though i don't know if they know what that feels like yeah it might be well fun they do they do get to go play at marseille every that's, true, that's true that's although true although half the time marseille fans are probably not allowed that's true that's true <laughs> yeah I, I have traps on sport winning this one two one great uh that's the europa league europa conference league we begin with group a as always, Istanbul Basaksa here with seven points. Fiorentina with just four. Heart of Midlothian with three. RFS, aka Riga, two. Two. Basaksa here hosts Riga. Um, Basaksa here are good this year. Yeah, they are. But not this weekend, question? No, they lost to Sivaspor over the weekend. Gross. Two nothing. Loses to Sivaspor. They fell all the way down to fifth place in the table. It's been really tight up at the wow, top of the Turkish That's crazy league. that they're like undefeated and then, yeah, <laughs> then they, they drop game, four spots. Game, boom. Yeah. Fifth place. Um so I still think that RFS are probably not up to the level of Bashaksha here, especially having to go to Turkey. And I have Bashaksha here winning this one four nothing. I will say RFS may not even be in a position to qualify for Europe next season. Really? They're, they're sit third, seven back of top, two back of second, I think. Mm-hmm. They have to be second to get a chance at Conference League qualifying, I think. Really? I don't think there's a third spot. Maybe there is. Maybe there's a third spot. Maybe no, a third maybe spot. They're probably the cup, but I don't yeah. know what the cup Well, maybe is. I'm wrong about that. But anyway, it's, it's, they're, they're probably not within a shout of the title, at least, this they year. They are playing in the cup final okay. on October 19th. Interesting. So it's not necessarily confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a bit of a crucial stretch of the season for them, mm-hmm. as they're somehow still alive in this group. Like, in theory, they could still get through. <laughs> yeah, they're only two points off third or theory, second. So theory you know, is often quite different from practice. Uh, and in 
So in that you spirit, Bashak Shahir three, Regit, no. In, in theory, uh. capitalism works. In practice, <laughs> we know it doesn't. So uh, Fiorentina now hosts Hearts after beating them pretty good in Edinburgh last week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably gonna do it again, right? Yeah, I expect they should win this, although, even though they're bad. In yeah, I was gonna, you know, after last week, I'm like, maybe they found their scoring. Is Italiano under serious pressure? He might be soon. I think they're. If they win or they this like, game, or I think like he's too good of a manager to not give any. I think time. he's too good of a manager. I That's think last unusual year, for a top league. It to is. Consider. They've already fired what, like five managers in Serie A this year or something yep. like that. Yeah, I believe so. Maybe uh, four. Yeah, it's I four or five. It should be it's at plenty, least five. Yeah. Allegri should be fired. Won the Premier League even. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the craziest <laughs> Premier League owners typically come from Italy. So yes, they do. <laughs> and they're also in the Championship right now. So yeah. Uh, but I think as long as Fiorentina win, if they lose this game, then Italiano is definitely. On the hot seat because now you're like okay, well, can't lose. They're not. You can't lose this game. They're not going to. I agree with you. Hearts are um, hearts are looking in rough shape right now. They continued to not be able to score over the weekend yeah. though. Fiorentina they lost four nothing to Lazio despite generating two point two three xg, twenty four shots and five big chances. Generally out xging Lazio right? Yeah. Damn. Hearts, if only they counted xg instead of goals. Yeah, Fiorentina would be incredible. <laughs> hearts though they've continued to be a tough team to get a real read on they're they've been really inconsistent they struggled to a 2-2 draw against Kilmarnock for the weekend but that's now three in a row mm. without a win and I think it's going to be four I have Fiorentina win this I only have a two nothing because Fiorentina are bad in front of goal yeah but maybe I have get a... like an XG of like seven in order to get those <laughs> two goals but I have another three nil um I think this will be another rough one for hearts and you know Fiorentina only had like a big clinical striker up front Maybe someone like, I don't know, who's good at, like, Tucson Vlavic, maybe? Yeah. he. Um, I feel like he'd fit really well because he'd actually get some touches. He's not getting touches at the club he's at right now who are I know. sitting in, what, like, seventh yeah, in Serie It's not bad, like they're yeah. a Champions League team or anything. No, you know? not really. Uh, group B, West Ham, perfect with nine. Anderlecht with four. Sokoborg with three. Stau Bucharest with one. West Ham and Anderlecht play in the London Stadium. Um, West Ham, another team who will qualify with a win. Um and uh, you actually they've turned their domestic form around recently two wins yep. in a row uh, and they seem to be they generally take a looking little better. controversy over the weekend yeah but they deserve the they, win yeah. anyway and they're already up a goal i think uh fi- like in this controversial goal we're referring to lucas Paqueta did technically assist john lucas Gamaka, mm-hmm. so that's promising for them yep. um that Paqueta is finding his feet and finding their new their new big guy um now they have two big guys that they can Ooh, fun pretty much rely on and 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 it's i think it's really good for to have that internal competition yeah it seems to be already proving effective in skamaka's case um yeah, it seems to have finally found a little bit of the form that yeah it seems like people have settled a little bit of, yeah. like we've mentioned earlier in the in, in earlier episodes they brought in a lot of new people this I and mean, it was yeah. always going to take them a little while to integrate and a lot of people from abroad and there's obvious stylistic mm-hmm. differences between leagues and stylistic differences between managers so not they surprised seem to have found a little, a little confidence. Um, and Anderlecht, while they won over the weekend, are still in super uneven form. So I'm going to take West Ham 3-1 here. All right. I have West Ham winning this one 2-0. Cool. All right. Silkborg and Stal Bucharest. This was an interesting one last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. What was I, the final score? 5-0? Was it 5? Jeez. It was something like that. Yeah. It was 5-0, 5-1. Oh, it was man. ugly. I did not expect that. If you asked me last week... To predict this game, yeah. I would have said Stal Bucharest would probably win. win. Yeah, at least get a draw. Yeah, I have totally changed my opinion after yeah the game last week. I had a narrow win for Silkeborg last week, not a fucking beatdown. Yeah, um, I thought I thought in Denmark I would have yeah would have been like yeah that's understandable Silkeborg to win this game, but mm-hmm. the way they did so has totally changed my opinion on what Silkeborg can do in this group. I have them winning this one two to one. Silkeborg actually had a chance to jump to second in the Danish league this week. But lost to a some team named Ob. Ob or second. or they didn't lose. I'm sorry. They drew. They drew. Ob, OB. are not. Second. They're like a, a solid OB lower mid table team. Yeah, right? they were, yeah, yeah. They lost to Ob and thus remained fourth. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Stelbugeres recovers some dignity here and draws two two. That wouldn't um, shock me. And that to would be, be that would be fun because then everybody would still have a chance to go through the group. I really feel like this group is gonna come down to the Anderlecht Silkeborg game. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, group C. Villarreal with nine, Lech Posden with four, Beersheba with two, 
Austria Vienne with one. Let's start in Israel, where Beersheba hosts Lech. Ooh, fun. Um, last weekend, or last week, Thursday, rather, uh, they played a pretty interesting fixture. Ended with no goals, but I don't think that was super representative of the game. They both had a lot of chances. It seemed like Lech the better of the chances. Um, I think this one has the potential to open up a little bit because Beersheba kind of needs to win mm. at home um, in front of what's been proven to be a pretty entertaining crowd um and they're going to spain to play Villarreal next week so they really need three points here meanwhile lek i think we're pretty confident they're the better team last week and deserves more out of that game um and i think we'll probably feel they can get some like a three get a win here too if they play well but um you know beer shave is a tough place to play it turns out um they have righted their league form a little bit slowly clawing their way back up the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this screams more goals, as in some goals, okay. but another draw, 2-2. I don't know what to do with this game because I we haven't I seen either. Beersheba open up at all. No, They've been very defensive their whole time in Europe, and it's worked defensively for them, but obviously they've only scored one goal. Mm-hmm. You know, they're only sitting on two points. They're behind left Poznan, and they need three. Two nil-nil draws. Yeah. So I have them winning this one one nothing, but I just I don't know what we're gonna my see hope, from a beer shaver that opens up yeah, and has to. My go hope for is it. that Lech gets the first goal, so they don't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, Austria Vienne hosts Villarreal. Um, Austria finally did something good this weekend. Let's go. You know what they did? They went out. They, they won, won the Vienna Derby. Oh, there we the go. The Vienna Derby. Uh, and they also then jumped. They're also struggling rivals. Nice. Um. From one mid-table spot to another. Um, their league form has actually improved That's good. recently. Um, other than getting smacked by Sturmgras last weekend. Um, so maybe not, but it looks like better. Yeah, I see uh, you correcting our, your grammar. Yeah, yeah I correct notes. my grammar. I hate, I hate it when it's wrong. Uh, Villarreal lost to Sociedad 1-0. That'll be disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, their league po- league four has been really disappointing the last month. Yeah, it has been. But this is fucking Austria Vienna, so yeah, four nil. <laughs> I have this as a five two. Last week it was five nil, which should point out. Yeah, so I think it'll be closer in Austria. Yeah, me too. Yeah, hey, hey, hey high five. Uh, but this would a win here would see Villarreal qualify, and they would qualify in first if Lech does not win. Indeed. Uh, Group D, this is an interesting one. Partizan and Nice both on five five points. points. NFC Cone. Was jumped by, by partisan Pardon. last week. Benmis. And right. uh, they have four. And Slovakia sits bottom with one. Let's start in France with Nice hosting Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Um, nice continues to barrel ahead with Lucien Favre at the helm for the some reason. The of France. <laughs> cannot be fired. <laughs> Harsh. Uh, they did beat Trois 3-2 on the weekend. But they're already seven points shy of sixth which is an automatic European and toi, qualification place. Toi, toi. Toi, like, toi. You know what they say about toi. Yeah. They're toi. toi. Um, so that's not great. It's the history of the toi. Um, they did also concede twice to toi. Yeah. Uh, Slovakia, uh, it's been a nice run. Yeah. Um, they've actually, you know, they're taking their lumps, but they've been, I think, better than either of us would have expected in terms of quality mm-hmm. performance. Yeah, it's just, it's a tough group. They only I mean, lost one at... nil at home to Nice last week. They played a really exciting 4-2 uh, loss in in Germany, mm-hmm. and they frankly fucking blew the partisan game, which they should have won, yeah. which would have kept them in the running in this group. Mm-hmm. I don't see them getting a result here, but I don't think it'll be a bad game necessarily, especially because Nice suck. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick Nice two one, a narrow and nervy victory for them. I hate doing this at the same scoreline. Sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, think uh, Slovakia would be eliminated if they lose, and Partizan uh, yes. wins as well. So. That would be sad to see, but... But inevitable, yes, nonetheless. Partizan, meanwhile, they kind of turned the group all on its head last week with uh, the results in Germany, and I thought this tie would be the like banana peel for Kohn. I did not think last week would be. So I was a little surprised by that. Kohn have been pretty inconsistent in the league, and it's been kind of a mediocre season. Yeah, it's kind of there. So far, they're that's like, kind of like where you expect them to be, though. Yeah, it's Between it's like six and ten. That's why it's mediocre. Yeah. You know, it's not... Not great. It's better than average. Not bad. Yes. Top half. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, and then, it's pretty good for Colin historically, you know? Yeah. But they did lose 5-2 in the Rhineland Derby over the weekend against Munchen Gladbach, which... That's rough. 
was because of a red card. Like, they did get a red card. and yeah. So you don't want to read maybe too much into the quality of play they put out there in the second half, but it wasn't great. Uh, their heads might be a little low. That's a really tough derby to lose for them. And it's a bad week you of results. now have to go to Partizan after losing them at home. Yeah. After, after they had really solid vibes until the last week, and now, yeah. now they'll be tested a little bit. Yeah. Do they have the resolve in them? I they think do. they do. I think it'll be 2-2. It's not going to push them back ahead of Partizan, but I think it'll be enough for them to uh, be competing for that top spot going into the last two match weeks. It would make that game against Nice really, really interesting. It would. Because a win there would mean Partizan, Nice, and Colm would then all go in. Yeah, and Colm get like, to play that game at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have 2-2. Group E... Uh, AZ Alkmaar running away with it with nine points. Dnipro one with four. Vaduce with two. Apollon Limassol with just the one. Um, we have Apollon hosting AZ Alkmaar after uh, a surprisingly close match in the Netherlands last week. Mm-hmm. Um, they put up a fight. Uh, they're tight atop the table after six matches in the league. Can they do it again? Who knows? Who knows? You should know, because you're a podcast host of uh, soccer, so what no, is your prediction? Not. You know what? Fuck it, yeah. 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Taking a 2-2, two, two. Alkmaar have, do sit atop the Eredivisie still. They want to get on the weekend. I think it was Utrecht. But as we talked about last week, their uh, Conference League fixtures haven't been all that convincing, even though they've won all of them. Yeah. Um, a lot of little West Ham. Yeah, like I think we're due for a little slip-up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think 2-2. Two, two. Hey, I have them doing what they've been doing, and it's winning kind of unconvincingly. In Europe, I think they take this one 2-1. to one. Uh, Pollen have been a little disappointing in Europe, I think, from what we expected of them. And I don't see them having the quality to beat AZ, even at home. I don't see them anywhere. They're really far away. Yeah, it's hard to see. I need contacts. Yeah, well, you do. Uh, Vaduce... Host Dini Pro One. Vaduce got a huge 2 2 draw away last week. Second uh, ever point. You know what the biggest. teams in group stages. Indeed. And another huge thing they achieved recently is a getting a point in the league. Uh, look out, Liechtenstein. Here yeah, they come. Let's go. They now. Won't uh, be relegated. Well, that's funny you should say oh. that because the team below them, in bo- who's bottom, got three points. So oh. now Vaduce is. Even though they got a point, is actually. Only one point off the bottom. Who's that of... Is that Xanax? Yeah, Xanax. <laughs> uh, but Venus shall not be moved. Meanwhile, Dnipro, 5-0-0 start to the league. It's perfect. Strong form. Perfect for them. Uh, but are they strong enough for Vaduce on the road? I don't know. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Vaduce 1, Dnipro 1. Another draw. This group is going down to the wire. Yeah, I have this uh, Dnipro bouncing back a little bit. I think they're going to take this 2-1. to one. I think Vaduz have been competitive in every fixture. They might have had the better chances in the in the, yeah. la- in the last game. I mean, even getting back to qualifiers, they've been yeah. com- at least competitive even when they've lost games. Like, the AZ one, the scoreline looked bad, but it was because of the red card. can they stay in the Swiss Challenge League? <laughs> <laughs> that might be harder than staying in Europe it for this. It seems to be. <laughs> uh, uh, but boy. no, I think Denny Pro win this one. I think that almost seals up the group with... Uh, mm. It might, it would, yeah. Um, but y- y- unfortunately for Liechtenstein, they're also going to lose a lot of players to the Liechtensteinian national team for the World Cup. So, oh yeah, because they're all, definitely going. It's not, it's not going to get any easier for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Group F sees Jurgardens top with seven, Molda and Ghent on four, and Shamrock Rovers with one. Shamrock hosts Molda, and what has been an absolute defensive fortress. It really so has. Far. For a team that loses three four nil every away fixture in the in the in the competition, this is a much harder place to play, based on the evidence we've seen so far. Yeah, I have officially sworn off predicting any team to ever score <laughs> again if they set foot in Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> it's the so. curse of the Irish. Yeah, it's not the luck anymore. It's the curse it's of the them. curse. Uh, uh, Molda are actually really close to locking up the league. They're fifteen points clear right now. Yeah, with five games to play, I think they haven't officially locked up the tiebreakers yet Mm -hmm. but they should win officially over the weekend whenever their next game is so Mm -hmm. congratulations to molda you guys deserve some plaudits for yay yay go norway norway's norway's on the up man they took the they 
they uh what's the word they unseated bodo glimpse yeah. after two years in charge yeah. so good for them for returning to their to the top of the league um, I also think this is the time for Shamrock to be unseated at home. Ooh. I know Jur Gardens didn't even score there, and Jur Gardens did beat Mulder earlier uh, in this group. But I think Mulder are in the form to do it. They're breaking the curse. 3 1 Mulder. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It'd be nice to see Norway and Sweden go through in this group. You sure. know, Scandinavian countries going through, holding hands, <laughs> sure. cheering on the Kyrgyz Republic. Sure. Uh, speaking of the Scandinavians, yeah. uh, Jurgarden slash uh, will host Ghent. Uh, they beat Ghent away last week mm-hmm. because Ghent is meh. Yeah. Ghent is meh. They're not even the best G-E-N blank Belgian team right now. Yeah, is Ghent ahead of them? Gank is ahead of Gank. them. Sorry, that's yeah, yeah. I got my teams confused. Yeah, obviously. Gank is playing really well. Yeah. Ghent is not. You know, maybe if every time Ghent qualified for Europe, they let Gank play, they might do better. This team always seems to underperform in Europe. I don't know what it is, but they just have a history of kind of disappointing. Maybe and they maybe they are actually built on a Native American, American burial ground. ground. Yeah, because of their logo. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but your gardens, they qualify if they win. Although it's going to be tough sure for them, I they think. Do. Sure, they, yeah, do. they do. No, sure, they do. They do. Yeah. Look okay. at the table. Okay. Okay. We'll go with it. Okay. <laughs> For the sake of the podcast. For the sake of the bit, we'll go with it. But they are going to have to try to bounce back from a really tough loss to Hawken mm. over the weekend, which put a huge dent in their title mm. aspirations. Hawken looked like they're on their way. They were tied on points going into the game, dear listener. Yeah. And they've mm. lost. Now they've I lost. Think only... the, uh, and they've lost their last two matches now. Mm. I think and there's only what four games left. Yeah, they've Sweden. been. Uh, they might have just been pipped to the title. Yeah, we shall so see. That could be tough to overcome that mental blow. No, but I think they'll take I it think out. I think they can get it out. Yeah, three <laughs> one. I have it as a two one. Close, but Brilliant. no cigar for Ghent. No cigar for Ghent. <laughs> Should get a T-shirt that says because their logo looks like a cigar logo. What? Does it not? Could you not picture that logo on a cigar? Oh, because of the racism? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah specifically because of the racism. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, group G. Um, the most exciting group? The most... In Europe? The most G group in Europe yeah. that's not in the Europa League <laughs> and is also the G group. Anyway. <laughs> all the teams are even right now on four points. All the teams have a zero goal difference. Love it. It's a perfectly balanced group, as all things should be. As all things should be, but who tops it? Balkani, technically, on goals scored. Fuck yeah, they do. Followed by Sivaspor, Slavia Prague, and Cluj. And a big battle of the top two teams, sort yeah, of techni- Bal- by technicality. Balkani hosts Sivaspor. They beat them 4-3 in one of the most exciting games last week. Yes, yeah, they're one of the stories of the Conference League. They along are. With buddies. It's the first time a Kosovan team has gotten into the group stages. And they're, and they're taking in, it to them. They're topping their group they're halfway through. They're taking it to them. They're table toppers, baby. Yeah. Sivaspor have been awful in every competition <laughs> so far. Yeah. Until the last weekend when they beat Basaksha here. Which out of was, nowhere. Yeah, really out of nowhere. Maybe that can be kind of the spark that wakes the team up. Nope. Gets the heartbeat pumping again. Probably not, Gets though. them back to a typical mid-table I finish. Think, I don't think so, though. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think so. I'm taking Sivaspor so. 2-1. That's cool that you're doing like a shoulder thing to emphasize how much you think Sivaspor have bounced back. I'm riding the coast of Owens. I'm taking them three to one. Wow, the year thing was much weirder than I did. <laughs> Cluj, Slavia Prague. Cluj uh, had a really surprising win in Prague last yeah. week. Um, despite Slavia having a ton of shots, none were none were finished. Um, frankly, and Slavia also had a bad result in the league. They lost uh, to fall four points behind Pilsen. Um, Obviously, they'll be desperate to make amends for a bad week. Um, how do you feel about Cluj and Slavia? Yeah, Cluj got off to a really bad start in the group, mm-hmm. but because this group is completely unpredictable, they're still very much in it. They've succeeded mostly when they've played really defensively and kind of like anti-football, you know, parking the bus, just being terrible to watch type <laughs> of play. And when they tried to open up, it didn't really work, and that was when they had their big loss. So I kind of expect them to go back to that really defensive form that worked last week. Just try to shut up shop, keep as few risks as possible, but maybe a couple because you're at home. 
you know, try to grab the three points at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, the key for Slavia is just going to be if they can break down Cluj. They've, they score like crazy in the league and clearly have the ability to score in Europe. But I don't think, I think if Cluj are really dedicated to just shutting everything down, mm-hmm. they can get away with a nil-nil or a one-one on this one. So I have this down as a one-one. I think uh, you mentioned Cluj opening up a couple of times in the game. Mm-hmm. I think they'll score on one of those and yeah. get countered and lose two-one. Okay, I could see <laughs> on that the other happening. two yeah. times they do it. Yeah. Uh, so Group H, as always, finishing up with the best group in Europe: Ooh. Basel and Punic on six points. Slavon Bratislava on four, Zagreus rock bottom, oh, with a one. Slavon, Slovan, 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 hosts Basel, uh, in Slovakia. Uh, Slovan Bratislava got a huge surprise result in Basel last week. Can mm. they do it again? They very well could. I don't think they will. Cool. But they could. Cool, cool, cool. Basel definitely need to content. rebound. This, Basel sucked. They must. They had to be looking to like seventh of ten teams in Switzerland right now. Oof, in the really, jeez. They are eleven points off the top, eight points from bottom, which, which is Zurich. Zurich. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the Swiss league is really on. Really, this really, year. yeah. It's really on. Well, at least young boys are good. Something to keep us grounded and anchored yeah, in reality. In the memes, uh, they lost to Lugano, over the, okay. which is a respectable team, but yeah. not given their current. No, you'd expect Basel historically to be way above. Yeah, they're struggling. Lugano. Really struggling. Uh, I, they definitely need to rebound in this one because they should have easily been expected to qualify. Mm, indeed. They, should not they are technically still top of the group. Yeah. Uh, but but could be a more dropped points here. I mean, a draw would be f- fine, mm-hmm. but another loss could get interesting. And Slovan Bratislava also lost over the weekend, didn't they? Yeah. Was it 3 4 nil? I don't know. I think it was 3 nil. Didn't watch that game. <laughs> I mean, I didn't either. <laughs> Who knows what to fucking expect from these guys? I never know with these guys. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were toast until l- the last week, so who fucking knows? 1 1. Yeah, I have this down as Basel 2 0 win. I think they bounced back. So they have been pretty inconsistent in Europe. So No, they've been pretty consistent. Consistently it's bad. been bad, yeah. <laughs> well, last week they were good, so that's yeah. it's only three games. It's yeah. one win, well, one draw, and loss. Well, I was thinking qualifying, too, you know. They were good in qualifying. No, they weren't. For the most part, they got through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got through. I thought they were bad. They, uh, which, who was the team that... Didn't they get destroyed by somebody in one of the rounds? They went out and penned to Olympiacos. Yeah, I thought they were good in that, but turns but out Olympiacos Olympiaco just terrible. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, let's finish up with Zagreus and Punic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a bone to pick with Zagreus right now. Yeah? What's your I, bone? I picked them second to go through this group. That was stupid. And they've been letting me down, bro. It was not crazy. Look at the teams in this group. Uh, that, that was crazy. I picked Zlatan, Zlatan, I picked Zlatan last. Slovan Bratislava last because they've been sucking. Zagreus is just they're letting me down. I need a little fight from the Lithuanians. Where's the fighting spirit, you well, fucking not Lithuanians? Up front for them because they cannot score. <laughs> no goals so far ah. in the group stage, which was a bit surprising because they weren't I mean, they weren't free scoring in qualifiers. But it's not like they were getting having that much difficulty getting a goal or two a game, you know. And in the league, they've been scoring like crazy. But it is the Lithuanian league, so it's not. Not even really to the standard of the Armenian or the Swiss League. Like, it doesn't really hold a candle to those leagues. Mm. So, it is a big step up for them in quality, but thought they'd be better than this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Me too. Punic, meanwhile, kind of mediocre league form, seven points from the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did, I was looking up some stuff about the Lithuanian League to mm-hmm. see if Zagreus had qualified or. Was that like an anti-transition? Like a reverse transition? Where you forgot you were going to say something and awkwardly went back to it? Yep, exactly. Because I was looking stuff up to see how far Zalgris were from winning the league. right? And I found out that the bottom team in the Lithuanian league right now, Mm. Joe Nova, they've only managed three points from 31 games. Three draws in 31 games. Yikes. No wins. Yikes. Their goal difference, minus 82 which is an average of about two and a half a game. What are they like a U12 team or something? What the fuck? (laughs) They've been so bad. How many goals have they scored? 11. (laughs) (laughs) They've allowed 93. Uh, They allow on average a three to a half a goal win. Oh my God. (laughs) They've been so bad. Uh, I just thought it'd be fun to end our conversation by bringing up a team that isn't in Europe at all. 
well that's that's just good that's good clean content it right is there. Good content that's right just there. good fun content and because of Genova being so bad uh-huh. i think punic win two nothing I am riding and dying with my Lithuanians. <laughs> <You're really laughs> two, two, one, Zalkiris, last stand. They stay in it. We fight, the, we fight on. I've moved on to the Estonians being my Baltic fan. We fight on. <laughs> you know, RFS look a lot better. We fight on. They do, actually. Uh, Zalgiris, 2-1. And that's going to wrap up the podcast. Oh, before we go, which game are you most looking forward to? uh zalgaris punic <laughs> okay that's not the answer i thought you were gonna give us because i'm because of my lithuanian i don't know do you have an actual answer no <laughs> i think the partisan Koln one will be really really interesting that should be interesting also the lazio against Sturmgras. i was gonna I think say that two yeah the, two of the best ones yeah i think that'll be a good one i think um obviously betty's roma mm-hmm. is a is, is is kind of the star-studded matchup uh, Saint Gilles Braga is another one, um, and you know, yeah, I don't know because well, I was expecting you to say something. Yeah, there. I don't know either. Well, I sort of ran out of things that I thought were interesting. My my brain sort of died. All right, and just like all our listeners' brains have died, <laughs> probably about forty five minutes ago. Yeah, we should probably end this episode. Yeah, I have to wake up in like seven hours to go to class. So. I don't. So yeah. fuck that. Uh, Well, that'll do it for this edition of Any Given Thursday. Uh, As always, cheers to the gaffer.